Welcome to the View Tourism Podcast, and I'm Koji Bent Williams. The View Tourism Podcast is dedicated to Africa's travel and tourism industry, where leaders in the private and public sectors get to talk to us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. My conversation today is with the managing co-owner of Nairobi-based African adventure specialist, Andrew Ketema. Andrew, along with his business partner, Martin Tobiko Koipa, have carved a niche for themselves as one of Africa's leading young tourism businesses offering authentic and bespoke services. He takes a deep dive into Kenya and Africa's tourism recovery while employing the continent government to eliminate bottlenecks to spare tourism growth. Welcome to the Viewers Podcast, and I'm coming to you live from Nairobi, uh, Kenya, and uh, I'll be speaking to Andrew Kitema, who is the managing co-owner of African Adventure Specialist. Andrew, good morning. Uh, good morning to you, How bro. Are you? Good to Pedro. see you again. Good to see you too. How was Fitu? Just uh, Fitu was amazing. Okay. We've had one of the best shows this year. Uh, being our fifth time doing Fitu, we've seen a huge demand of uh, travel from uh, buyers from different uh, countries, especially from South America and Spain itself. Yeah, so we did business and we're looking forward to reaping the fruits. Soon. Okay, great. But again, you know, just on uh, Fitu specifically, uh, for, for that market, what has been the feedback uh, you as a business person in Africa and all of that? Um, we met lots of uh, buyers and travelers from different destinations. And the thing is that uh, post-pandemic, everyone is excited to travel. So all this depends with the different uh, um, uh, different destinations that we are offering um, to the travelers from these uh, uh, countries that we've been looking for increasing our business. And the potential is there. So definitely um, uh, for 2023, we see a huge demand of travel and we're looking forward to uh, receiving more guests from these uh, uh, destinations. Okay, good. Now let's talk about African Adventure Specialist yes. and yourself. I've yes. known you for over <laughs> close to 10 years and yes. all of that. Give us a picture of what you guys do, okay, and uh, about yourself and your partners and who is involved in this whole project. Um, African Adventure Specialist is a premier destination management company based in Nairobi, Kenya. But we do have uh, two more offices, one in uh, Tanzania and another one in uh, Kigali, Rwanda, that takes care of our gorilla treks and chimpanzee trekkings in, 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 um, in, Tanzan- in Rwanda and Uganda. Okay. Um, I have a business partner whose name is uh, Tobiko Martin. Okay. Uh, he's the other co-owner. He mostly deals with our operations. We have a team of 20 staff and the number of guides that do take care of our guests. So we offer authentic travel for the discerning traveler and all races and all sectors from all over the world. So it's one of the exciting careers that I got and I'm looking forward to doing this because it's my stuff. Okay. Now, uh, what was your entry into travel and tourism uh, generally? I mean, what... Who, uh, what, what inspired you into going to it and if you may also also want to add again um, how do you say it so I mean we're looking at what inspired you and whether you were still in you know, a boy to, to, to continue that uh, a road that you've, you've, you've chosen for yourself 
Um, having worked for these big companies before while I just left the uh, university, I saw there was a gap. So you just left the university straight to... I left the university straight to tourism. I, all my career, I've never been in any other industry, just tourism. Okay. So when I left the, um, uh, the university, I was employed by one of these companies that do uh, whatever we do. But then we saw there was a gap that needed to be filled especially when it comes to the travelers from different markets. So we saw that there was a need to fill this gap so that we could offer authentic travel to guests, luxury, um, and, and also looking into um, uh, handling guests the same way that each person would need to be treated. Now, there are people that would treat people differently. Okay. If you're an African, you receive a laser uh, a laser Less treatment okay. yeah but then Sounds. we saw that there was need for that and we wanted to treat all uh, customers equally and offer them value for money so was it after you've entered into the actually the, after the three years you, yes and you've uh, experienced what you're telling me that you wanted to correct yes to bring more in, in terms of a new vibe into the industry yes yes okay Great. Yeah, so after three years, then we decided, could we have something of our own? But now we've been doing for the last 12 years, and it is exciting for us. What, is, what, is, what has been the high point, and if you, if you like, the challenges? Well, challenges are there, and challenges tend to be more than, and, than, than, than the, uh, the, the good things that we do. Uh, but we try to address these ones as much as we could, so that we do not have a break point on anywhere. Seamless flow of uh, services to all our guests and to all our agents. Now, uh, you're a young business people like myself. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, if you are to define or, or if you are to say what defined operations of tourism, uh, you know, during the pandemic and post the pandemic and from where you sit, what do you think has changed, you know, for the better for our industry? Um, we've seen a huge growth um, post-pandemic because last year as a company we eat over 60% of our sales from what we had pre-COVID and we so you mean you, you had 60 60% of, of 2019 of uh, 2019 levels yes and now this year we're looking into past, surpassing that because from from January uh, until uh, now where we are uh, this first week of February our our growth rate now is about 75 percent okay. so we're looking into increasing this and by the end of the year we're going to have surpassed 100 percent and we'll have bounced back on our pre-covid numbers so definitely a profitability uh, for us for this year okay now uh, let's stay there yes a bit you know uh, uh, a bit more but uh, you know in terms of an, uh, an operational standpoint yes what do you think has changed you know from pre-pandemic to now well during our pre-pandemic things were slow as people were used to doing the same thing they do okay. now uh, things have changed because we're seeing demand for other destinations uh, basically in pre-covid we used to handle just kenya and tanzania now we've seen requests that are coming up do you handle madagascar so for example are you doing comoros did you so, roll out any new uh, in terms of uh, 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 not project but a, a, any incentive that saw the growth that you're talking about 
Oh yes, yes. Because we've um, brought on a couple of farm trips for our agents, particularly from South America, from uh, South Africa, and from Europe, that have seen our growth rate from pre-pandemic. Okay, great. Uh, now we often obviously know that that's that's a. I mean, there are challenges, you know, like we you, you yes. alluded earlier. Now, if you had to profess some ideas on how to deal with some of these bottlenecks as a young African uh, business person and tourism operator, what would that be? Because we we know the challenges of Indo Africa, uh, air assets, yeah. you know, connectivity. What is the top things that you believe can be? You know, it's it's. It, it, it's like a no-brainer to, to address the issues that we are facing as an African uh, tourism industry. Well, um, I, would, uh, I would point on two or three things um, uh, that have been a, a potent challenge for us. One would be of these visa restrictions because we are having uh, challenges when it comes to visa issuance, either delays or refusal completely by uh, this government so uh, what needs to be done more would be to uh, uh, ease visa restrictions and and for, for example I don't see the need why a Ghanaian wouldn't travel to uh, Egypt or an Egyptian traveling to South Africa you need a visa so such things if you'd be addressed would see our inter-travel increasing again on a point that has always been pointed out every time that is open sky policy because when we having uh, uh, challenges into charter flights flying into a certain destination um, and that has not been addressed well so it means that we do not spark growth for the industry so uh, basically those are the main bottlenecks that we're having and uh, we look forward to governments uh, trying to address all these challenges and see ways of using the same to increase growth for the industry. Now, as a Kenyan operator, obviously I know you, you, know, you operate in East Africa, oh, yes. in, in, by and large, but of course Kenya is always your home. Uh, what, what's, your, what's your assessment of the industry uh, right now? Well, things are turning up and things are looking good, but we need to do more uh, business, especially in trade fairs. Because as, as our government, Kenyan side, we're only doing a few shows, few international trade fairs. And it's only from trade fairs that we would look into increasing business. So we would maybe urge our governments to look into this, uh, see how we could spark growth uh, based on trade fairs and that. My final question will be your projection and outlook for tourism in Africa based on the work that you do for 2023. Why? A huge potential and huge demand for travel. Okay, and advice for young people who want to be in your, your shoes, who aspire to be like you. Well, I get lots of people who keep on asking me what I've done. We've not done anything differently. You just need to be focused and, and have a vision that uh, uh, you look into attaining in a certain time. So you set your goal and you stick to it. If there's anyone, you know, young person listening want to connect with you or a program with you have an outreach that you do or how do they reach out to you even in terms of you know uh, trying to follow the steps or you know as you were mentor them into becoming successful people in, 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 uh, in the industry 
Well, I'm available on all social media platforms, on Twitter, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. So you could follow me on this and be sure whenever you send any message, um, I'm going to uh, respond to it and reach out to you. Happy New Year, my friend. 